Hey, it's your host, April. This show, The High Guide, talks about altered states of consciousness brought on by cannabis and psychedelics and is intended for audiences 21 and over. If you've been listening to the show for a while and you like what you hear, please leave us a rating, a review, or a heart wherever you listen to podcasts. And lastly, I'm not a medical professional. If you are experiencing any mental or physical health concerns, please seek a licensed medical professional. Hey, welcome to The High Guide. I'm your host, April Pride. This is the final episode of my new podcast on this feed, How to Do the Pots feed. You can find The High Guide wherever you listen to podcasts. You can follow to learn and laugh thanks to cannabis and other plant medicine. This episode isn't what I promised. Instead of walking you through strains with names inspired by desserts, I decided to share the audio from my weekly Clubhouse event. To date, I've hosted this event on Fridays at 1 p.m. and join me this Friday to discuss cannabis and ADHD. After you listen to today's episode, I hope you will find and follow me on Clubhouse. And I record all of the events, rooms, sessions, whatever you want to call them, to share later, like the content in today's episode, which was recorded on April 23rd as a follow-up to this year's 420, April 20th, 2021. In this recording, you'll hear so many high guides who join me as moderators each week on Clubhouse to talk about all things cannabis as only women who work in weed can. Think of my Clubhouse events as my live radio show. Who knows where it will go? And here's where this one starts. Thanks for showing up on Friday. I'm April Pride. I've asked these experts in cannabis Um, all women, to join us today because it's post-420. And I'm so curious what everyone did, right? Um, I worked at a dispensary one year, but I feel removed from like the lead-up to the Cannabis Christmas Day, right? So um, the women who are here on the the panel, or I guess are moderating, have definitely plant-touching businesses for the most part, um, or have devices that should be touching the plant. So I know that their 420 looked a lot different than mine, and I can't wait to hear what they did. I was with Liv. <laughs> Liv works for Pax, the vape pen and dry herb vaporizer. Liv, do you want to tell everyone what we did for 420? I would love to. Uh, in the evening, we had an awesome jewelry making class. We were all kinds of stoned and having fun. And... Um, Grace Gow is her name, right? April Grace Gow does these awesome workshops where you actually carve your own ring out of wax, and then she takes them to her uh, shop and you know makes it into an actual metal ring. But yeah, that was really fun. Yeah, I like having an activity around it, right? To really make 420 special it was great. And yeah, my friend's name is Kat McCadden, and her company is Grace Gow, and she has these workshops that were once in real life, but she's turned virtual during the pandemic to great success. And so you'll have moms and sisters that are spread all around the country, or bridesmaids, or whatever the case may be, and they design their own ring, um, and then they mail them to her, and she casts them and. And um, precious metals, and she can add stones. Um, I like your take on it, Liv. Thanks for sharing. And Kimberly did join us. Um, So, Kimberly, I was just explaining that you uh, founded this club, Plant and Prosper, and I wanted you to give an opportunity to explain to our audience what you're all about. Yeah. Hi, everyone. I'm Kimberly Dillon, and I created the Plant Prosper Club because I wanted to have um, 
sophisticated and fun and engaging and intelligent conversations about this plant. I have found that sometimes some of the other spaces in Clubhouse have been a little bro-y or a little contentious. And so I wanted a peaceful place where we can expand our minds and connect and really celebrate plants. If you are interested in doing any co-programming or um, collaborating or co-modding, please let me know. I just want this space for all of us. And thank you, April. I'm complete. Would you like to share what you did for 420? Someone off the internet that I didn't really know, but I had seen from afar invited me, it's culinary and cannabis, invited me to a grown and sexy pole dancing, puff and pole, which um, truthfully is not my vibe. I was like, oh, I'm going to be pole dancing with women I don't know. That's like not really energetically what I'm trying to do. Um, But obviously with great weed, anything is possible and everything becomes fun. So I lost my inhibitions and it turns out that I'm actually, uh, you know, very good at pole dancing. So that's good to know. And so that was my 420. That's amazing. Uh, There was an article this morning that was talking about exotic dancing and how it's come into mainstream. And um, I guess there's a new documentary on Onyx, which is a really famous exotic dancers club in Houston. So you're on trend, if nothing else. Um, And Kimberly won't tell you this, but she was um, an Olympic uh, figure skater, ice skater, right? Is that ice skater? So she probably is much more coordinated than most people and I'm sure could find her way around around a pole, right? So yeah, that is definitely a 420 to remember. Kudos. <laughs> uh, if anyone can... Thanks for exposing me. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody needs to. Yeah, your past life. Is there um, anyone that can top pole dancing? And June, I know that you started 420 early last Saturday in San Francisco and that you've launched a new, a new, new on your own. So I want to give you some time to tell us what you're up to and how the first event went and tell us more about, yeah, what you're going to be doing in the near future. While she worked with women-founded Bay Area Delivery Service, Sava, June Johnson and I shared more than one IG Live session during the pandemic. Now she's creating in-person consumption events in San Francisco. Well, thank you, April. I don't know if what I did tops pole dancing, but (laughs) um, my friend Leah Sari and I started a cannabis event company in an effort to um, start new conversations around cannabis and really change and like remove the stigma around through doing events in fashion, sustainability, food, and so forth. And so we kicked off 4th of July on the 17th with a cannabis scavenger hunt throughout San Francisco where we got to work with brands and dispensaries and tie in really poignant historical facts that have happened in this great city towards um, the cannabis movement. Awesome. I'm glad to hear that it was a success and that that we all now have permission to start 420 the weekend before 420. (laughs) right? (laughs) Definitely. Cool. Um, Was anyone else here like working up to 420 and then got to enjoy 420? Anyone else? Or was everyone was working on 420? Devika, I bet you were, were you hosting people on 420 and making their 420 great? Devika Maskey is founder of TSO Sonoma, which offers flower and hosts cannabis pairing dinners. Very soon, once again. No, it wasn't that sexy. Definitely working um, when you're in the industry is just like making sure all the promos are set beforehand. All the dispensaries have inventory, you know, lots of um, 
logistics like that, but we were able to open a few great accounts leading up to 420. So had a great day overall, but next, next year we'll be able to do parties again. Glad that it was great for you, June. Um, the event looked great from what I saw on social media. So congratulations on your new venture. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. I hope we can work together soon too. Yeah, I'd love that. Yeah, two experiential marketers in cannabis, I'm sure. Great things to come from that, right? One plus one equals three more more than. Um, so this started, this idea to talk about what we did for 420 actually started with a back and forth between Patty, Roe, and I. And so I want to ask her to share what she did with 420 since she inspired this conversation to begin with. Thank you. Okay. Um, we sold a tickets to this 420 wake and bake and I was absolutely shocked that these women showed up at 7 a.m. on 420 for a wake and bake hour with your friends is another story and a really nice morning together. Um, anyone else? Um, I wanted to see. Uh, no one else sells weed. Adelia, do you sell weed? I don't know you. But sorry, Adelia. Mm, no, s- no weed. <laughs> I'm on the software side. Do you smoke it? What did you do for 420? <laughs> of, <course. laughs> of course, yeah. Um, we we actually just calculated we had over 147 events that were on our platform for 420 leading up from last week all the way to 420. So we were busy just making sure all of the event hosts uh, were good to go and there was no customer support. Um, so we were quite busy, but it was good. Good numbers to to celebrate, especially after COVID last year, really affecting our business. So yeah. yeah. So what's the platform? Um, so Event High is an online ticketing platform catering to the cannabis culture. Um, very similar to Eventbrite, but we provide a safe hosting platform for event hosts to sell tickets and sponsorships for their cannabis related events. High is a great platform oh, for um, great. anyone that's not familiar with it because some of the other ticketing platforms can be a little bit sketchy with cannabis events, um, ne- not giving you your payments after the event. So Event High is a safe place for a cannabis event host. Just wanted to support Adelia on that. So thanks mm-hmm. for being here. Oh, thanks, Devika, for sharing that. Yeah, so the issue is that they don't pay you. After people have purchased their tickets, they just say you have an illegal business or whatever they want to say. Yeah, they'll either refund. Now they're just refunding all your tickets. They they even lock you. Some of them even lock you out of getting access to your data. Um, they used to freeze the accounts. Um, I don't know if they still do that. I can't wait to be able to share some of these um, things that we learn here um, with the with a greater audience. So thanks for sharing all of your best practices. Really appreciate it. Um, and I, I want to know what Esther did because you have all of your new beautiful glassware. We were pleasantly surprised. We got some relatively large uh, press pushes over the holiday. We were put in a Gizmodo article, which like kind of started the sale and went crazy. Um, and by 420, we were just, we knew it was the end of the sale. We had kind of like prepped everything and the whole team just spent the day relaxing and smoking and watching the sale do well it was really just like it felt like a party (laughs) honestly of of us not really um (laughs) there's nothing wrong with that (laughs) it was great I mean I took a big walk like I it was uh we've recently doubled our team so um Mm. 
before January, I was the only woman at session. Um, it was me and my three co-founders, which are, are all men. Um, so it was nice. We had a, like a girl's smoke session and kind of all got to like bond and chat because we haven't. Um... Yeah, is there, I like the idea of, um, you know, there is this big push to 420. And I worked until three o'clock that day, right? So that when I started my fun, I could just be totally present. So there is something to be said for like making time and carving out and having a hard stop on 420 that you that you know you can just relax, right? And like you said, watch all of your hard work pay off, right, for instance. Um, is there anyone else that uses 420 as a team building opportunity with um, with people that you work so hard with all the time? Poplar, I'm wondering if you do. Beryl, right there. I think Blair left us. Um, I am here. I am. Uh, I am multitasking. There is uh, momming. T-ball. Yeah. Yes, T-ball practice in my backyard. Because um, it is, you know, it is just past four twenty East Coast time. So um, I did write an article about why I think everyone should celebrate four twenty, um, and I shared kind of a personal story that maybe I'll share on here. Uh, it's less about what I did, but I. I think you'll approve my, uh, please do going off topic. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so, uh, I lost my brother, um, just about 10 years ago in a tragic accident here today, gone tomorrow. One of those real sort of like life changing events. That is part of what kicked off my cannabis journey because I was ultimately diagnosed with PTSD, put on antidepressants and anti-anxiety medication, which is ultimately what, what I was looking to get off of when I embraced cannabis. Um, so for me, 420 was just kind of like another opportunity to force myself to stop, look around, be appreciative, and just like take a minute. Thank you for sharing. I guess you shared the personal story. You wrote it and shared it with a wider audience, but also thank you for sharing it with us because you know how people find cannabis as um, they're as diverse as there are people that smoke it, right? Everyone um, path to this plant is so different and um, wanting to embrace um, better wellness practices, including finding alternatives to pharmaceuticals that may not be working for you is certainly um, part of that. I want to get back to 420. I didn't ask anyone what strain they consumed when you were saying, like, I don't know what I'm going to smoke. It's like, oh yeah, what did everyone smoke? I, my friend brought over at 3 p.m. <laughs> um, Saints pre-rolls Jesus was the cultivar, and it was a great way to start 420. So what did you all smoke? You can chime in, anyone. And you can raise your hand from the audience, too, if you all want to share what you did for 420 or, yeah, including the strain that you chose. I was actually lucky to get one of our one of our grower farmers actually came to visit us. Um, we just moved uh, to another. We're, we're from California, but uh, he brought his strains, and we were able. It's commonly known strain, but it's one of my favorites. Um, and I did. It was sour diesel, <laughs> so simple, nice. but it was. I, I missed his can of like. It's not good here in Arizona, and so I was lucky to get a get a good gift from him. Four four twenty. Yes, homegrown, right, too. 420 has to be more special, right? Exactly. Uh, Esther, what were you loading in your bowls? And if Esther, if no one, Esther is one of the co-founders of Session Goods. So it's a glass company, and they have the most incredible 
um, glass pieces, bowls, and bongs. And I now am the proud owner of both. <laughs> yes. So yeah, what were you loading? I have um, a Pure Beauty uh, hybrid. I think it's the um, the Bermuda Triangle, but it's it was delicious. And then I also had, um, I tried the Sonder Pop Rocks for the first time, which oh, were nice. um, very delightful and kind of, it felt like a nice 420 to, to do something playful. Yeah. Um, but they were also very, very delicious. Uh, I love edibles as much as I you know, smoke out of bonds prefer, preferably, but there's still, I still love an edible and I feel like there've been really some interesting ones hitting the market recently. Nice. Yeah. Edibles were definitely a part of, um, of my day. I don't know if Liv, if you had some that night, but I just want to, um, take a quick moment and say, Hey, to the people that have showed up in the audience and remind you that we're here to talk about 420. So the women that we've got up here are sharing their stories from the day last Tuesday and they're all different, right? Um, most of them, all of us, work in cannabis. And if there's anyone from the audience that wants to share what they did for 420 or a strain that maybe you had for the first time on 420, please raise your hand. I'll let you up. I wanted to say, Esther, I just looked at your pieces. I will be the proud owner <laughs> soon. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah. Uh, so I guess I can go. I haven't been yet so hey Bianca yes please <laughs> we'd love to hear from you nice. um, April I, this week I don't know how I feel about this week I'm like yeah <laughs> it's getting harder and harder because I have my birthday on the 16th we have 420 on the 20th and we have Earth Day on the 22nd and my husband is huge into sustainability we have a solar powered mobile soundstage called Solar Beats that we built for Burning Man, but we also use for events and we also use it to play music to our plants all summer um, in the hemp field. And I play way too many roles on businesses as a not only mother, but also a cannabis and motherhood social media kind of influencer and that takes up a good portion of time. That then I is also a job am. in and of itself. And I do want to stop you because, um, so Bianca is high yeah. society mama and she has the most amazing feed because she's fucking hysterical <laughs> and she is totally thrilled to share how funny she is with you. There is not nothing holding you back. And I see you and I'm like, I cannot wait to see what you do next because you always have a smile on your face and you put one on my face. And I know it's hard having your own business is like no joke. And just taking care of the social media on it itself, we hire people to do that as their only job, right? So right, to do it yeah. yourself and to create all the content it's being well received though. I mean, I saw a lot of flashing microphones up here, like it's working oh, and it's really, I, really, I really fun. do love doing them. I love like doing the reels. They like just light up my life. But at the same time, I, I'm ready to make some changes because I can't also be everything in my business as well as do that. We did a, um, we started on Earth Day at 4.30 a.m. Uh, for a sunrise dance party, and it basically destroyed us. My husband's still been sleeping all day. So I'm going <laughs> to... So you had 420, 
And then, and then you, st- <laughs> you and Pink Sesh, you should get together and start your wake and bake with the dance party. That needs to happen. I can't wait to come. So get together I and do that. Would- Please be all about that. Let's nice. go. Be happening. A morning person. <laughs> Definitely happening. But yes. after Bianca gets some some rest. Summer can yeah. sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Please can we like wait until May? <laughs> um, any other strains that you'd like to share? Or or edibles, right? Like I had some caramels, um, homemade not by me. <laughs> Delicious. Um, and the Jesus strain. And something that I think Liv gave me. Yes, you rolled a joint. What was that strain? I went with Sour Diesel was my my main flower strain. But April, that one we had was Pineapple Chunk. Oh, yeah. And then uh, I had some dabs later that evening. It was a Lemon Petals. Hmm. And then I had nice. one other. I had a vape. Mm. I've got one in every category, right? It is 420 after all. I know, but uh, I, I haven't I was... thought about it like that. I'm going to do that next year. There's like boxes to check. Dab uh, needs to be on there, right? <laughs> edibles. Did anyone have edibles? Hey, Rose, thank you for joining <laughs> us. Hello. Uh, you were speaking about edibles. If anybody has the chance to try out the Little Strong Drink LSD from Pure Beauty, ah. I highly, highly, highly recommend it. Put it in a sparkling drink and it becomes even more potent because the little bubbles kind of take the the weed and make it into more of a sublingual. Mm. But yeah, Rose, that's made, with, that's made with live resin too, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How does um, how does the live resin change the experience? Or it's usually from product that's been fresh frozen, and so it preserves all the terpenes and freshness of of all those flavors. Um, and so nothing's been extracted; it's completely full spectrum and has all the great um, entourage effect components with cannabinoids and terpenes in it. So it's like it's full spectrum. What did you do, Rose? You had LSD. Do you remember what happened after that? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I actually work for Esther now. So I ran the, yeah, um, I ran our flower for flowers for flower campaign, which was kind of just a a love affair for Mm -hmm. weed. So I took each one of our colors that we have for session and paired it with a strain that I've had a really beautiful high with. And then also paired that with a poem to give people like the opportunity to recreate that entire high if they wanted to. So what are the three strains that you paired with the three colors? So we did um, one from Pure Beauty, Astor Farms, Lit House, uh, Wonder Brett, Sherbinsky's, Thank you to all of you for sharing what you're up to, June. Big, big, big luck for Collective High as you're just getting launched, and um, really appreciate. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's gonna go. It's gonna be great. I can't wait to attend a session soon. Soon. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, and Devika, same. I am looking forward to the new strain launching. Barrel, get those kids out of your house before you have a drink. Who knows what could happen. <laughs> Bianca, go have a drink. (laughs) Yeah. And Bright High, that's where we're going to all be getting our tickets. Liv, I have more caramels. It's all good. And Esther, now you have seven strains. Did you try all of them? Tell me, did you? I I 
have tried all but one. Okay. Well, that's your homework. Yay. <laughs> have a good weekend, everyone. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks to our high guides in this and every episode of The High Guide. What topics would you like to hear us freeform? Remember, this Friday, May 21st, is Cannabis and ADHD. And then next Friday, May 28th, we're talking Cali Sober with Cosmo writer Ashley Overman, who is the latest journalist to take an interest in this area of gray when it comes to saying yes, but please hold the alcohol. I take a plant-based approach to managing the good and bad that life brings. Again, this is the final episode of my new podcast, The High Guide, on how to do the pot's feed. Please follow and listen to The High Guide wherever you listen to podcasts and follow me at April Pride on socials, including Clubhouse. You can find How to Do the Pot on Instagram at Do the Pot. And for lots more information and past episodes, visit dothepot.com. Thanks to How to Do the Pot's co-creator and new full-time host, Ellen Scanlon, Maddie Fair, our brand manager, and our producer, Nick Petrie and Josh Brown.